Greetings one and all. Welcome to yet another edition of the Cherish Your Soul Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Miss Eleanor Smith. I hope everyone is being safe, being healthy out there, enjoying this summer weather. Finally, we are officially in summer. I got a lot to talk about. <laughs> I have a lot to talk about. A lot of things have happened over this past week recently and beyond so let's jump right on into it if this is your first time listening i truly thank you for the support thank you so much for listening tuning in and definitely share this podcast on all of your social media follow me on social media i'm at smith on instagram i'm on facebook as well make sure you tell your family your friends everybody your associates <laughs> tell them all about this podcast um i definitely appreciate all of the love and support let's jump right into it recently i don't know if you all have caught the latest versus battle that happened i believe, i want to say this took place on friday evening thursday or friday evening of this week between Omarion and Mario or Mario I believe that's how he pronounces his name I mean it was such I didn't you know for one I did not see it you know through you know from beginning to end I heard about it of course and then I saw clips of what took place total disaster total disaster what I mean by that is that it seemed as though no one was prepared now mario he was on point you know he's a a singer you know well let me just say mario he has hit songs he you know i believe one of his songs is um let me love you um and braid my hair you know he started out very very young and now he's you know of course um i believe late 20s early 30s or mid to mid to early 30s early to mid 30s I should say and crying out for me that's one of my favorite songs by him so he has some hits and he's I love his voice he does have a good good vocal range Omarion is pretty much known for his dancing you know of course he was originally in the in the group B2K if you all do not know who Omarion is um both of these gentlemen very handsome very talented but when I saw this verses some of the vocals were off it just was not flowing the way it should have been insults was thrown back and forth um ray j was there sounding i don't know i don't know if these gentlemen rehearsed (laughs) did a sound check or what took place because it was just awful ray j did not sound like he should have um it was like a pre-show I hear. It was like a two-hour pre-show that took place because both gentlemen, you know, I believe they were running late and or one person was running late. I'm not sure of what the story is. But, um, oh my goodness, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you know, take, some, take a moment or two if you care and check out these clips on YouTube. A hot mess. And Ray J was really just sounding awful, off-key, um, and then he had one of his son, you know, he was holding his son and he was singing One Wish and got upset because Bobby V and Pleasure Pre-P and I forget the other gentleman's name, Sammy, 
um, harmonized to um, One Wish. You know, Ray J is known for that one particular hit, One Wish. And I, I do know that he has another song that he did with Little Kim called Wait a Minute. And he got upset because they were harmonizing it. And I guess he felt like, you know, he should have, you know, they, they were showing him up or, you know, whatever that, that was. It was just ego. It was just terrible. I said to myself, this is what Timbaland and Swiss Beats thought of doing. Like, it's just, did they actually pay for this? What was really going on? Is this a joke? Is this, it was just bad all the way around. I mean, I guess people were entertained by certain little, you know, nuances that were going on um, between Omarion and Mario, but it's just, to me, the bad outweighed the good. Mario really stood out. He, you know, the crowd loved his performance. They were singing along to Cry For Me, Crying Out For Me, and they were kind of, seemed like they were kind of feeling him a little bit more. And then what really shocked me, what really, really shocked me, was that Omarion and his brother Orion brought out slices of watermelon and was actually eating it on stage. You know, I guess representing, you know, something sexual. Okay, you know, whatever. But, that's stupid. But, but um, okay. But what, who eats watermelon on stage? Like, I have never seen that happen before I, I i guess it's the first time for everything and i'm not hating or dissing anyone but it's just it wasn't a good look for me and i agree wholeheartedly with jermaine dupree he actually reacted and made a statement he said now this is clearly obvious that you know r&b is really not being respected as it should be r&b music and no one did a sound check. He made the statement that this is it's a mockery of R&B music, which is right. It's right. You know, I, I totally, totally agree because that was bad. If you all do not know what I'm talking about, just get on, hop on YouTube and just type that in. Omarion versus Mario and just sit and just watch. It was just, it just wasn't. It, it seems to me like these versus battles are not they're just they're straying away from from the formula originally versus was supposed to be just two artists either producers or singers vocalists who sit down at like a, a board like a production board and talk about their hits you know they go 20 for 20 each person has 20 hits and they they battle it out and they actually tell the stories behind the songs. It's like a, a virtual behind the music sort of thing. And nowadays, it's just everybody's on stage now. And it's, it's, it's a little bit too commercialized, in, in my opinion. And I think it needs to come back to the, its original drawing board, <laughs> if, if you ask me. You know, Timbaland and Swiss Beats, they came out with a, a great idea for Versus. And, you know, I've really enjoyed it throughout the time that we've had it, you know, of course, through quarantine and all that good stuff. But it's just, I, I was, I was shocked and I was just appalled. Ray J sounded like, I don't know if he was drunk or if he high, I don't know, w w probably both, but 
he sounded terrible and they showed brandy was there of course she's going to be there supporting her brother okay great then they had tank come out and he sang and then it was just too much going on all at once and then mario did his thing and then pleasure p and then sammy was up there singing it was i was i was a bit confused i said okay why is there a two-hour pre-show if you if you are an artist and you agree to participate in these verses battles then you should be there on time period like nobody we should not have to wait two hours for artists to come on because you know eventually people start losing interest and if you show up late or you know high or drunk that really kind of tells me that you really are not taking this seriously you're not really taking the 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 craft seriously you're not taking your artistry seriously and you really don't have any consideration for the fans people got to get up and go to work people have things to do you know people have to go to sleep people have children people have a ton of stuff going on in their lives so when you say that something starts on time it should start on time not two to three hours you know after the you know the designated um time slide so I don't know you all it's just just google it schmoogle it do whatever you have to do youtube it and you will see exactly what I'm talking about how are you eating fruit watermelon on stage what (laughs) I was at a loss for words I had no words behind that but I guess whatever floats your boat okay moving right along <laughs> the BET Awards um, 2022 airs tonight on BET, of course, 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Check your local listings if you, you know, live on the East Coast or wherever else. Um, definitely check your local listings. But here it airs at 7 p.m. Hosted by Taraji P. Henson. Love her. Um, love her. Love her. Um, my fellow Howard alum. She actually spoke at the commencement um, this past May. So, um, yeah, so she's going to be hosting again. I remember her hosting before and she did a great job. Um, So it airs tonight and Sean Puffy Combs, Puffy, Brother Love, P. Diddy, Diddy. The the man has a thousand names, (laughs) you know, pick one. Um, um, But he will be receiving the Lifetime, Lifetime Achievement Award, I believe. And uh, scheduled performers include Babyface, Lizzo, a few other people, of course. So I cannot wait to see that and actually do a review on that show and some of the highlights and all that other good stuff. So, but I'm wondering, I'm, I'm actually wondering um, who's going to be doing the tribute to Puffy? Because, you know, Puffy... He has a, a couple of strained relationships. You know, he, him and the locks, I, I don't believe, get along anymore. And him and Mace are not speaking. They're not They're not currently on speaking terms. So I, I hope, hopefully, little Kim will be there. Faith, perhaps. Um, let's see. Maybe Mario Winans. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure because Puffy, he has some, like I said, he has some strained relationships. A lot of people are unhappy with um, with how he has handled their business and they have been very vocal about it over the, uh, you know, over the years. So I don't know, we shall see, time will tell. Tune in tonight on BET. 
D.L. Hughley and Monique. Now, recently, this thing has been kind of dragging on for, I want to say, a little bit over two weeks now. A little over a week now. Monique came out on stage. They did a show at the at um at a comedy club, popular comedy club in Detroit. And Monique came out on stage and just ripped DL to shreds. I mean, she just verbally attacked him, talked about his family, talked about him, his character, and just said all types of stuff. I was I was uh, of course in shock. And I and I said to myself, why is she just going in on him like that? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you t- if you don't know what I'm talking about, as I always say, YouTube it. That lady went in and she just said some vile, vicious things. I said, well, she she must be very hurt. I don't know what he did or what he said to or about her that would make her react in that manner and speak that ill of him but she did and in the midst of of course after she did what she did on stage initially of course he responded to her in a very classy way very very eloquent classy way I I give him props for that um and basically saying that she's toxic that she's an, an occupational hazard and that you know it's it's always no good to work with her and then she did the unthinkable she mentioned a situation that he had with his daughter a very personal family situation which to me should have you know stayed private but she showed a clip of him speaking about him he was doing an interview and he was speaking about a time where his daughter had gotten um, violated by um, another kid and he did not react the way he should have and he regrets it to this day she threw that back in his face and kind of made everyone aware of that which I thought was a little bit low you know um, certain things you just don't touch certain things you just don't speak on especially as something as sensitive and as um, you know confidential and just that's between him his wife and his child him and his child really and of course his daughter one of the daughters one of his daughters um addressed her on social media and it just became this huge big thing and she said what she said and you know directed her anger at towards her for doing so which she should have I I understand that so fast forward to today she has apologized to his family mind you not him but to his family honestly i don't see the point i get that you're upset with someone that you you know i don't know she claims that dl used to just speak about her and um spoke ill about about her mental illness and you know just you know talk crazy about her in the past and you know just basically gave his opinion about her you know issue with netflix and all that was going on with her um, dealings in Hollywood and her relationships and her, you know, situation with Oprah, Tyler Perry and um, Lee Daniels. Okay. But um, she apologized to him. I, I'm truly sorry. I'm woman enough to deal with it, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But 
she basically said I meant what I said then what's the apology for I I, I just you know and I love Monique to my heart I, Monique is I feel that Monique is very talented she's funny she is just this huge superstar to me and I just want her to just focus on her business you know just getting everything together and just really rebuilding her brand and really just you know getting out of that 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 label of just being a complainer or just being troubled or oh my god now it's something else that she's complaining about she's talking about you know what I mean like I just want her to get back to business and just be funny make us laugh I want shows to come her way more opportunities to come her way she's already doing something with Lee Daniels because they made up and um 50 cent has um uh you know um taking her under his wing and she's going to be working with him on one of his shows so things are looking up so I just feel like you know she shouldn't be entertaining you know nonsense in my opinion and just get back to what she does best which is make us laugh entertain us she's a phenomenal actress what she did in Precious is just unbelievable <laughs> you know that kid when she the, the way she just executed that character of mary jones was just wow i i just i you know i'm speechless and it, of course if you all have seen precious that movie you you know exactly what i'm talking about it seems like i love to say that phrase you know what i'm talking about <laughs> but um I think that's just my phrase. You know what I'm talking about. Um, that movie, Precious, was I, I see why they acknowledged her with that Oscar. And I think we should keep that train going. She should keep that train going. And I hear that she actually won against Netflix. I believe they settled with her. I hear it was for $50 million. I don't know if it was that much, but it may be an undisclosed amount. Um, maybe perhaps she got, you know, a couple of million. Maybe she got $5 million. Maybe she got $10 million who knows but she did um receive victory over that lawsuit that she had against netflix for gender bias and color bias so kudos to her and i just hope that she just continues to be on a positive path that's how i feel about miss monique <laughs> okay we're gonna leave it at that now I'm going to actually flip the script and do something a little bit different. I may have done this in, you know, a few podcasts before, but I, I figured it would be fun to kind of just, you know, repeat it. Um, one for songs, one for movies. I want to talk about the top 10 songs that I will never, ever get tired of. Now, you know how sometimes you hear a song, you like it, and then it just gets replayed over and over and over again. But once that happens, it loses its magic. It loses its its um, ability to make you feel a certain way or, you know, you lose that nostalgic feeling that you got when you first heard it and you first enjoyed it. Well, um, I've compiled a list of my top songs, no particular order. I can hear these songs numerous times. I don't care if I've hear, heard it 50 times a day or 100 times a week or, you know, I don't care what the number could be. It does not even matter to me in no particular order. Um, all of these songs mean something to me, you know, um, when I hear them, the arrangement, the melody, the rhythm, 
the lyrics I'm, I'm really big on lyrics you know i like songs that genuinely tell a story and i'm just an r&b girl to my heart i am an r&b soul girl to my heart now there's some rap music i do like you know i grew up with especially in the 90s um that i really jammed to but um at the same time you know i'm just i'm just an old soul i guess and i'm proud of it so i love me some r&b music that's why i can definitely relate to and agree with um jermaine dupree's uh, statement when he spoke about omarion and um mario the versus battle um let me jump jump to that right quick um and then i'll get back to my my song list um omarion has some hits as well I forgot to mention that um, he, like I said, he was originally from B2K. That's where we were all introduced to him. Um, so, but after that, he went solo. He'd had a, a, a few hits. He had this one called um, Touch, which I kind of like. I do like that song because I remember the video. Um, him and this young lady, I forget her name. I, I believe her first name is Danielle. She also danced with Beyonce. So, it's just her and him just dancing um to this in the video and i thought it was just she just you the whole time you watch her i mean you see him and you see the way he moves of course and he's the one singing but it's his heart it's, it's his song of course but you can't take your eyes off of her if you don't believe me youtube it <laughs> if you don't know what i'm talking about youtube it youtube omarion's touch that video that's the, that girl is bad that girl is bad <laughs> jamming in that video with him and she is right along there right with him with every dance move so i believe that's one of the reasons why i really like it but so he has that song he has a song called icebox that people may remember and also um i want to say another song called oh and another song that he did with, along with chris brown and janae aiko i believe that's how you pronounce miss how you pronounce her last name um it's called supposed to be or young girl is supposed to be yeah if your girl yeah something like that supposed to be i think it's i think that's what the name of the song is i gotta brush up on that i haven't but um i haven't seen it heard it in a while so i but i believe that's what the song name is supposed to be it's him it's a marion chris brown and janae aiko youtube it <laughs> i always say youtube it so um so he has had you know a couple of his a, a lot of success in the business so but he was just his vocals were off way off and i don't know if they were just tired if he was tired they were just having a, a rough day him and ray j just kind of just see when you're doing a show when you are doing a show i feel you gotta put your best foot forward because people do not forget people don't forget and see and now people are dragging him people are just talking about that i mean he's taking it in stride you know um i've seen a comment that he did um he says you, you know you all are funny i'm grateful for the creative experience so he did a, a nice you know statement there but um you gotta make sure that you rehearse you gotta make sure that you do sound check you gotta make sure that the sound is correct the mics are on point because this is your career this is how you eat this is how you survive this is your craft if you follow me and what i'm saying it's just i don't know <laughs> i don't know maybe i don't know i hope 
hopefully as time goes on maybe they'll do you know do another one or they'll redo it or something and um you know people will just you know kind of forget what took place but him ray j and bobby v i didn't really really get a chance to really hear his you know but they said that he was okay that he was a bit breathy but um yeah singers if you have if you're a singer you have to really make sure <laughs> that that all of your ducks you know are in one, one row and in order and your, your t's are crossed and your eyes are dotted because people will attack <laughs> people will attack and just be relentless in their comments of course you all know that now back to my list okay so i think i may add a few more as i'm talking but um number one these again these are top ten, top songs that i will never ever ever in life get tired of i can hear these songs it doesn't even matter <laughs> over and over and over i mean i'm not saying in one day or one setting but i will never get tired of these songs. number one back to life by soul to soul i wonder whatever happened to that group they they were a british group black british group and they had back to life i believe keep on moving um a couple of other i believe it was a couple i think it maybe was was about one or two other records that maybe didn't hit the top 10 but i remember this song very well and i can even hear the intro and just be like oh wow you know, it just takes me back to that, you know, that late 80s, early 90s era where music was just music to me. You know, it's like nowadays, it's just not the same. You know what I mean? And even the award shows, the BET Awards, I used to, I remember when the BET Awards were just an event and you couldn't wait to see who performed. You couldn't wait who was on the red carpet. You couldn't wait to just see your favorite artist. And nowadays it's like a whole lot of people I just don't know. <laughs> I, I I can't recognize them. I don't know them. They you know they're new. And I, I'm like mm, I don't know who that person is. So, but you know number two and again you guys these this is no particular order. Not none whatsoever. Um, Night and day by I'll be sure night and day by i'll be sure and you know i'll be sure just did a, a live on his instagram account i was on there so good to see him nice and healthy and speaking and he was just giving everybody a shout out and just giving blessings and love and light so it was great to see him i you know um he's been in the hospital he's been having surgeries and i don't know why i want to know what's going on but it was good to see him. I'm glad he's okay and doing very well. Um, I can hear that song. It's something, uh, I cannot put my finger on it. It's something about that song that I just, the the intro, it, if you, YouTube all of these songs, you all, don't just take my word for it. <laughs> don't just take my word for it. YouTube all of these hit songs and the intro to that song is just so, I believe him and his longtime collaborator, Kyle West, produced that song together. Um, um, as soon as you hear the beginning, you just want to just tune in all the way up, turn up the volume and just really just vibe out. I love it. I love it. Can't say enough about it. It's just his whole first album was great. I, I have it on cassette tape. You remember those? I have that album on cassette tape, cassette tape. Um, you know, when CDs weren't even 
thought of and that whole album is just his whole first album in effect mode was just he just shot to number one very quickly all of those songs were just um uh, off on your own girl and oh this love is oh this love is just it's just the whole album is great great number three what you will do what you won't do for love by bobby caldwell i'm sure you guys have heard of that that has been i've seen that in movies i've, I've heard it you know on commercials i've heard it just on the radio just you know v1 on play, three has played it often um it's just an oldie but goodie it's just that mellow groove that you just can turn on late at night and just really just kind of just relax and just reminisce you know so love 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 that song i believe he is still actually performing that song um i believe he's still on tour check that out on youtube as well Re number four real love by mary j blige now we all love mary <laughs> we all love mary so glad that she's actually going on tour um with this new album that she has good morning gorgeous and she's going to be touring with ella may that's going to be hot that's gonna be hot and i am just i'm just happy for her she's in a whole new better place she's just doing her thing she has moved on when you know i don't know his side but i kind of have a problem with her paying him alimony i i just don't i i don't i mm, that don't sit well with me that just that that just that that doesn't sit well with me that she's you know have to pay him and but anyway okay but real love real love that one yeah yep that's that's a good one number five don't you know that by luther vandross don't you know that by luther vandross that's another song by him you know he has tons and tons of tons of great you know timeless music you know luther vandross does of course but that song that's that's one of my favorites by him that's one of my favorites by him um also you know what i'm gonna add as i am talking i just thought of another one i just thought of another song okay you guys don't mind me <laughs> okay number six love no limit by mary j blige I mean, you know of course mary had to be on here twice um love no limit that was that was released as a single i believe that was the first album um what's the 411 when she first initially came out um that song was written and produced i believe by kenneth what is the gentleman's last name he was in the group intro um i can't remember his last kenny green kenny green that song was written by kenny green um 91 92 when did she come out 91 i want to say 90 91 somewhere around there and they played it on the radio of course and i fell in love with it it's just the it was it's just different it's just a different feel and um i really enjoyed that one okay now this is a rap song number seven crush on you by little kim i'm sorry yes i i do enjoy little kim um i do like that song crush on you when she had everybody in the video and <laughs> you know she had the different color wigs and she had the, the red the green the yellow she was just just she was just fly she was just unique and special in her own right and love me some count um number eight pony by genuine now they still heavily play that song all over the radio on you know different radio stations i've heard it um and genuine still performs that song that's like his 
signature song of course he has differences and you know and other hits that he has um i have a couple of i have actually uh his first three albums i do um and he has some great music i would love to see him battle somebody in a versus maybe you know him and joe the singer joe or maybe him and donnell jones or donnell jones and joe it's just and i think that with this going back to verses i think that when these verses are planned they should have artists who can actually go toe to toe you know one can't be known for just dancing and the other one has vocals you know you should have both of them be equally amazing at you know their craft whether it's production or singing or something or writing you know just it should be an equal platform you know for the two uh for everyone to just you know go toe-to-toe and just let the fans decide and hear the stories behind the music it's always important to hear the stories now genuine he has a special place in my heart because when i was in college i was head over heels for mr genuine i had posters all over my wall my friends used to tease me (laughs) because i was just goo goo gaga for genuine and um (laughs) i will never forget a girlfriend and me me and my girlfriend i should say um we were best friends and um and we were we stayed in the same dorm we actually found his number got his number from information yes true story you all (laughs) if i if i was to see her to this day we would i would mention this to her we got his number from information there was a payphone in the phone in the hallway of meridian hill hall howard university yes and we actually got his number he was actually listed of course we knew what his government name was and we actually called him got one of our friend one of my other friends to call him and pretend like she met him like in a club at a meet and greet or something like that and we ended up talking to him true story (laughs) true story (laughs) that's why whenever i see him i just i giggle you know because i remember that time as a 19 year old sophomore and at howard university i just was cuckoo for cocoa puffs over that man okay number nine now i'm actually penciling i'm writing this down as we speak um always what is it oh forever always forever forever yo forever for always for love okay i'm sorry guys I, i went blank for a minute i had to think this i love layla hathaway's rendition of this song now at first i believe luther vandross had covered that song forever for always for love but when she did it she brought a whole new to me a whole new broader audience um i remember seeing her live i believe at what an event called i believe it was black the black women's expo and she was there one year this was uh, a few years back when she started that note in the beginning of the song everyone went nuts the whole room everyone went nuts and that was her signature song to me now i believe she has a lot of hits though she has you know released a few albums um i remember actually interviewing her and um she done she's collaborated with people she's collaborated with eric roberson um she's collaborated with i believe music soul child and 
but that song her rendition of that song will forever be etched in people's hearts i believe i also love her song heaven um heaven knows i believe is the name of it and this is when she first started out she has some bangers layla hathaway is the truth and i always loved her velvety alto tone her voice is just you know she makes you pay attention to her when she sings so love it love it love it now okay so i have lists for songs that is my list for songs the songs that i will never get never ever get tired of now i also have a list for movies these are movies that i will never get tired of as long as i live i can always watch the, these movies over i can watch them anytime any place it doesn't matter if it's on television i'll watch it if it's you know half of this list of course most of this list i should say i have it on either dvd or you know somewhere i've seen it on wherever but um let's get to it the karate kid number one parts one and two not the one with Jaden smith the original one yes with ralph macchio and pat morita yes god god rest his soul um love that movie every time it comes on, <laughs> every time it comes on i watch it it's just something about it you know you're introduced to this character and he's struggling with with the school bullies and you know he's having just a hard time in this new city um his mother finds this new great job and they move and it just takes you on a journey um you know from him just learning self-defense knowing learning how to defend himself and protect himself and you know he establishes a, a great friendship a great father-son bond with this older gentleman who you know eventually falls in love with him like you know just really you know loves him as a son and you get to see that dynamic you know the dynamic of their relationship as time goes on it goes from part one to part two there's also part three but i've seen it but you know it doesn't really hit home for me like the first two parts do so the karate kid number one no particular order like i said with the songs with the music no particular order number two love jones oh 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 if i ever meet lorenz tate or knee along <laughs> i would tell them both I want a Love Jones part two. I do. I do. A lot of people may disagree because some things you just don't touch. But but don't you all want to see what happens? You know, don't you all want to see how they're doing to this day? Like, where are Nina and Darius now? What are their lives like? You know, now, of course, he's a writer. He, you know, wrote a book. She's a photographer. She now works for Vibe magazine. Where are they? Where where are they in their careers and their, and with their relationship with one another? Where are they? I'm curious. I would love to see the story continue with that. You know, just like with the best man. You know, they did a part one and a part two. I would love to see where Darius and Miss Nina Mosley are current day. Don't you don't you agree? Yes. <laughs> yes 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 number three boys in the hood i remember going to the show watching this movie and it was just such an impact john singleton i miss him i miss him i miss him he was one of the brilliant directors of our our generation our time 
of course he did how you're learning and, uh, and amazing you know some other pieces as well but i just that movie hit home you know of course you, you felt those characters you know you you felt um and especially when, when uh morris chestnut's character gets killed at the end you just i mean your heart just broke um i remember crying in the show you know when i saw that it was just oh it was just so hurtful and him trying to get to him and it was just that whole story was just brilliant it was just brilliant and i believe it may have been if i if i'm not mistaken it may have been a true story um I, it may have been a story about you know the friends that he grew up with um in real life but i'm not i'm I don't quote me i'm not sure i should do some research on that that might be true number four lean on me yes the movie with morgan freeman robert gilliam um you, i remember karen melina white in that movie when she played kanisha the girl the young girl that got pregnant um and it was it just it, it takes you back to your educational journey at least for me you know he was a teacher a principal rather but he was an educator who literally just cared you know and he portrayed joe clark real character um who actually recently passed away i want to say about a year or two ago yeah at the age of 82 or 83 he was in his 80s but um real life you know real life you, it just shows here was like a, a black man who really just cared enough to really invest um time and um you know just he just poured into those children you know he poured you know life and life lessons and you know he just wasn't just there to get a check and you saw that he you know of course had to deal with uh, disgruntled parents and all types of stuff and tricks and you know and traps and you know as you saw but um those kids generally loved him and you know he just gave them hope and you know and into thinking that they can be somebody and they can go as far as they would like to go and beyond the ghetto and beyond the poverty and beyond the the foolishness that was going on there he just totally changed everything around with that school with east side high love 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 that movie number five new jack city <laughs> i know these are totally different that's a big contrast from lean on me but new jack city of course you know just epic epic you had wesley snipes uh he really just played that character. You cannot, I cannot stand Nino Brown, of course. You know, Nino Brown was just, but it was just all the characters. Ice-T's character, you know, his character, you know, everyone. Christopher Williams was in that. It was just great. I mean, you just, the soundtrack was amazing. That the music, music from the 90s, it's just not the same. Music just needs to get back to that that feeling that of, of, of that 90s r&b was just the best it's just my opinion 90s r&b are just the best the best the best let's see let me let's harlem nights number harlem nights that's another eddie murphy Della reese rest her soul um richard Pryor, rest his soul red fox rest his soul you know that movie was hilarious <laughs> you know jasmine guys we've never seen jasmine guy before it's a total contrast a total difference with from whitley gilbert in a different world um and you just enjoy that movie i can watch that movie anytime <laughs> anytime it's still just crack up laughing like you know it's my first time seeing it 
it's just that good the rhetoric the jokes the comedic timing was just everything what's love got to do with it i can watch that and still dance around like she does <laughs> that she does in that movie i mean she just tells her story and really authenticates her and humanizes tina turner like i've never seen of course and both of them just do an amazing phenomenal job in their portrayal and it just shows you that she was with this man for 16 years because of what her mother did to her as a child her mother abandoned her and she turned around and did not leave this man and put up with abuse and torture and dehumanization and just betrayal and you know just all kinds of just evil because she knew what it felt like to be left and she could not do that to someone else that was what the problem was what happened to her as a child affected her in her adult life and she paid that price but eventually she got out but she endured six can you 16 years of abuse this man was constantly slapping her, punching her, kicking her, doing whatever he want, shoving cake in her face. Whatever and anything that he wanted to do, he was doing it. But she eventually found the strength when she found spirituality and got herself up out of there. Yes, if I think of some more, I'm going to let you guys know. Songs and movies. Songs and movies that I just I, I can watch over and over. I, maybe I'll do TV, TV shows next time. Okay, but that is all I have for you all. Thank you so much for listening to my rants and my, my uh, speeches about these different, <laughs> different movies and commentary. I appreciate it. Again, follow me on social media. I am on Instagram as Miss Eleanor Smith and Facebook as Eleanor L. Smith. Until next time, thank you so very much for listening, tuning in, and as always, remember to cherish your soul. Bye for now.